Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Hello from the future. This is Brandon, the host and creator of Monster Eight the Pilot. You're getting this odd introduction due to the fact that Brandon used to have music on the podcast, and uh, that day finally came, and I'm starting to get episodes struck down. So I'm going through and getting all the music remo- removed. So you're getting this fun introduction to go over any time I had music playing at the beginning of the show. Um, if I'm not able to cut around it, like sometimes I talk over the music, so that's why this is here. Uh, yeah, so if there are references to songs or I seem to be talking about a song, I'm like, hey, I've got these three songs later. You know, look in the description of what they were. They will be cut out. I am working on it. It will take some time. Hopefully I don't get the ban while working on this stuff because a lot of these episodes are in the archives. And getting them out of the archives takes like 12 hours. But other than that, enjoy the show. Like I said, it's, uh, you know, I kind of fucked up by not knowing... Uh, but not understanding what I was reading when saying that Spotify Anchor allowed music on the podcast. I misunderstood what that meant. Anyways, yeah, it sucks, but we all get through it together. Enjoy the episode. It's the best episode ever. This is, Whatever episode this is on, it's the best episode ever. So listen, like, share, subscribe, support, all the fun stuff. Thank you. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Monster Eight the Pilot Podcast, the podcast hosted by me, Brandon. Opening song this week, Jerry and the Pacemakers. You'll never walk alone. Walk alone. What the fuck is that? Walk alone. <laughs> Here, celebrating a massive, massive two-one Liverpool victory over the Newcastle United uh, sports washing, you know, blood money having uh, club up there in the northeast of England. Uh, yeah, that trash. Uh, very happy. Ninety-eighth minute winner. Ricardo Cavallo, oh my god, the kid is a wonder. Oh, Bobby Firmino also scored a really good goal. Oh, oh, beauty. And it was one of those very satisfying games. Like I said, we scored in the 98th minute. There was only like, or maybe 97th. No, I've been 98th. There was only five minutes of extra time, but then Nick Pope, the goalkeeper for Newcastle, stayed down, acting acting hurt, time-wasting. And Andre Mariner did his job, the referee. He did his fucking job and added time on to the end. By the way... Sports talk. Um, <laughs> I'm still figuring this thing out. It's fun. It's wonderful. Wonderful. Um, yeah, so Andre Mariner does his job and adds even more time to the end of the extra time. You know, you play the extra five minutes or whatever you know you come up with, and you go down at that time. Doesn't mean that time just disappears. It's like no, we added on to the end of that. And Newcastle's all you know, they're all pissy, and there's arguments on the sideline, and like Klopp's got a big fucking smile on his face, and like you guys did this to yourselves, you fucking idiots. Joel Linton went down like eight times acting hurt today. Eight times with cramps. Like, you're a professional footballer. Get the fuck up. Like, oh my god. The time wasting is such horse shit. But just, oh. Oh my god. I flew through this fucking house when we scored that winner. Flew through it. Sprung out of my chair. Just flew through the fucking house. Just beating my fucking chest. Ah, late winners. Late winners, just like, man, just like uh, losing my mind at the Hell is Real over the weekend. Steven Morea scoring that beauty of a goal to get the 2-2 draw at the end over your fierce rivals, keep your head in the standings, keep the playoff hopes going. Big game tonight against Inter-Miami. I do have tickets, but I'm exhausted after this Liverpool game. Also, I didn't get a lot of sleep last night for some reason. So I don't know if I'm going to make it or not. It's, you know, I kind of feel like just kind of watching it at home. Had some food, had a little bit of ice cream. You never know, man. I might still make my way down. I should, but man, I'm tired. I gave away my other ticket. To, I had two tickets for a second. I ordered them, and I realized I don't need two tickets, so I tried to give one away. Couldn't get anybody to, you know, make it work schedule-wise, so I 
gave one to I can't remember who anymore. Uh, not like somebody I know. I'd like who it was like something through like the crew. I can't remember what it's called. It's like some way to help, help anybody who's looking for a ticket at the last second. What do they call that thing? <laughs> I don't know. I really don't. But still, big game tonight. Enter Miami. Uh, crew's got to get a victory. Victory takes them above Enter Miami in the standings. So you know, big one, big big game, big game. I don't know. It's not going to be the sound that I'm going to use all the time. <laughs> anyway, it is the Wednesday edition of Monster Eight the Pilot. I'll have the Springsteen song of the week later in the show. I have, um, I've already talked to Jerry and the Pacemakers in the Liverpool game. Let's see. Oh, available on Stitcher, Amazon, Radio Public, Google, Apple, Spotify, and Anchor. Anchor is also the sponsor of the podcast, so thank you for that. I should be back on... No, I'm not. I'm on audio only again. Motherfucker. Motherfucker. <laughs> I had everything prepared, but I forgot to switch it back to audio, uh, back to video and audio. So once again, we'll have just an audio episode, which, like, I like doing the video thing just because it shows. I actually, you know, because um, I can, you know, you can kind of watch me do stuff. You can kind of see all the cool shit I talk about in my room or whatever. I can like show you things or whatever. I don't know. I don't know. It'll be better when I ever have more guests on or something like that. I don't know. But it's so much easier with audio because it takes. Sometimes it takes all fucking day to get the video to go posted. Like, you know, I'll be like, oh, you know, oh, I got it done at 11 o'clock in the morning. You know, I should be able to have it posted by 3 in the afternoon once everything's good. And it's like 3 o'clock in the afternoon. I haven't even got it done processing yet. And I'm like, okay, so I'm still like two hours away from maybe having it out. And that's why sometimes it takes like an extra day. But audio, I have it up in like 15 minutes after I'm done, which is super cool. So, I don't know, I enjoy doing the video stuff, but... If it becomes a pain in the ass, I might just switch back to audio only. I don't know. Um, but, God, the Liverpool game, jeez. Like I said, it, it, it's wiped me out. Nothing really does this to me, like, completely wipes out my emotions like a Liverpool game does. Um, no other sport does. Like, the only time, like, like I've talked about having, um, you know, getting into Preston North End or Portsmouth just to kind of ease my, like, anxiety, or not anxiety, my uh, kind of stress when I watch the footy. Um, just to have those games, like you know, where like I want them to do well, but I'm not like, oh, we have to do well. It's going to ruin my fucking weekend. Like you know, like Liverpool games are the only things that ruin my weekend. When the Bruins get eliminated from the NHL playoffs, that also ruins like a couple days for me. Um, so that's like the only things. Like, you know, the Reds haven't been good enough in my lifetime to really, really press me on that. Like you know, I know it sucked when we lost to the Giants. That was one that sucked a lot. Because we were up two, uh, we won two games at San Francisco, and then Dusty Baker did his Dusty Baker things in the postseason and fucked the whole thing up. Coming back to Cincinnati, you know, like I, I love how people want him back for like one, you know, oh we should have Dusty Baker back. Why? So we can waste another like wonderfully talented roster. Like get the fuck out of here. The guy's not a World Series winner. He's just not. Some guys just aren't. You know, Buck Showalter's kind of the same thing. He's never going to win one. Uh, Marty Schottenheimer in fucking football, you know? They're just guys that don't get it. They just don't get over the line in the end. I don't know, man. But I also love how, like, quickly my own... Like, um, I was watching, like, the post game a little bit. Tim Howard was uh, is on the NBC. He is not a good analyst at all. <laughs> He's just so unsure of what he wants to say. He's just... It's just not his thing, you know? Yeah, he, he was a really good keeper in his time. I, I, I talk shit a little bit about him because he's an Everton guy and a Man United guy, but at the same time, he was a pretty good keeper in his day. But he's not an analyst. He's so boring to listen to. I can't remember the other guy's name. 
um, that's on there. It's not the two Robbies, it's the other guy. Um, but the, the other guy was talking about how quickly, like we have all this stuff ready to talk about Liverpool dropping points again and not playing well again, and then they get a last-minute winner, and all of a sudden the whole fucking conversation's changed. My whole attitude changed in the last 45 minutes. The first 45 minutes was dreadful. Absolutely dreadful game from Liverpool. Um, just, we have no speed in the midfield. Like, and we're not, that's not getting fixed anytime soon. Because even, like, you know, like, Nabby comes back. Nabby's made of fucking glass. So, I mean, he'll, he'll play his four or five games in a row, and he'll look wonderful for three of them. And then he'll be out for a little while with something. Tiago, kind of the same thing. He's silky smooth, man. He's smoother than the most smoothest of butter. I don't know what the fuck I was going with that. But, I mean, the guy is technically is one of, if not the best footballers in the world, just in terms of just technical abilities. Um... But he's made of fucking glass, too. And, you know, Millie's 37. Hendo is, like, 32. You know, but the thing that gives me hope is Corvallo is playing great. I mean, he's scoring goals. He's comes on, he looks to make a difference. He's a wonderful sub right now. Like, you know, he just comes on and looks to change games. And he looks like he does change games. Or, like, gives us the opportunity to change a game. And then Harvey Elliott, uh, you know, I think he's 19 still. He's still a fucking child. And he is been our best midfielder by a leaps and bounds so far. Never stops, you know. Diaz looks like a fucking machine out there on the left. I, um, but the issues is, like, we just have no pace in the midfield. Um, if the press gets broken, that we can't cover well enough. Van Dyke's not playing very well at the moment. He just seems a step off. He seems a step slower than he usually is. There was, like, three or four balls tonight where he was scrambling to get to it. And that's not that's not Virgil at all. So, I don't know, man. Uh, we need some signings. That's that's the one thing, you know, you love. All, I love all these players, like, you know, the joy they've given me over the last, like, five years. <clears throat> I love, like, all these guys. They're just, you know, yeah, you know, love them as much as you can for somebody you actually don't actually know. Um, but, you know, to, build, to truly build, like, a dynasty and all that stuff, you got to be fucking ruthless. Like, as much as I love James Milner, and I want him to retire a Liverpool player, I want him to move into the Liverpool coaching staff when he's done. Um, I think him or Pep could be, Pep Linders could be, like, great successors to Klopp. Um, he should not be in this squad as much as he is. He should not be coming off this bench in this game. I know he came in to play right back, which, you know, Trent's been playing horrible, so I'm not surprised at all Trent came off. He's not been playing well. I mean, when Calvin Ramsey gets healthy, I'm, I'm all for giving him a run of games because, like, Trent is not playing well right now. I know he scored a great goal, and, like, it's just his delivery tonight. There was just passes that were just straight-up fucking, I don't even know what they, they were, just lazy. Like, just lazy passes. I'm like, what was, what was your intention with that pass? Were you trying to, like, trick, like, seven players with that pass? Because you didn't trick one, and the first guy blocked it. Like, it was just, like... So uncharacteristic of Trent lately. And I do like that uh, Klopp has been subbing in uh, Simi, Costa Simikas, the backup left back. He's been playing him more, giving Robbo a little bit more of a break in the second half of games because hey, Costa's a good left back too, so I'm, I'm happy with that. You know, We're starting to get a little bit healthier. Darwin's back for the Derby on this weekend. Um, Tiago, I think, might be a week or two away. I think Nabby, I'm not sure about Nabby. Curtis Jones, I think, is back. That's, that's going to help out. I like Curtis. I mean, he's got to take the next step because if he doesn't this year, he needs to go. Uh, you know, just become that, find that consistency. That's always the issue with the youngsters is finding the consistency. That's why this past weekend I didn't even talk about it, like how Steven Biasic and uh, Bobby Clark both made their debuts for Liverpool. Those kids could be wonderful, like 16 and 17, I think the ages are. 
I like Clark is uh, is pressing there in the end. I mean, just the hunger. He wanted to go find himself a goal on his debut. Couldn't get there. But at the same time, I mean, he's young. I mean, hungry. That's good. Uh, but same, and then uh, Bjostic looks like he's gonna be a fucking stud. I think. Yeah. <laughs> like, I saw like an article talking like he like you know of all the players that have come through the Liverpool academy since Trent, like he's the like the one they like the most. So that's that's some big fucking shoes to fill. I don't know. Yeah, but like that first half was awful. Alexander Isak, the signing for Newcastle, he's gonna be a really good signing. A Excellent signing. That finish, like, ooh, that was a wonderful finish. And then um, had a great finish in the second half, too, that was ruled offside by the fucking skin of his teeth. Um, so, I don't know. I don't know. Like, I think Newcastle will be a good team. I like Eddie Howe. I like, like, some individual players on those teams, like Callum Wilson. Um, Isak, I do like. I, I kind of wanted him at Liverpool, uh, not this year, but last year. I thought he would have been a cool signing because he's, like, he's only, like, 22. He's, like, six foot four. Swedish kid can ball out, man. Ball out, son. Crush it, bro. <laughs> uh, what else is going on in the world? I, mean, I don't know. And then the second half, like I said, Bobby got the goal to tie it up. I got pretty excited about that. Love a good Bobby Dazzler. And then, um, like I said, then Carvalho in like the 97th, 98th minute to win it. Because I was even thinking like during this game, it was like, you know, it's number down. I'm kind of like, maybe I just won't be as much into Liverpool as I used to be because it's like, because, you know, Man City's only, they have so much money, they're always just going to get better, because that's just not how we spend. Um, and now Newcastle's coming along, and they can just, they can even spend more than Man City. Like, they can spend way more than Man City if they fucking want to. And, like, 10 years, 15 years from now, it's going to be a two-team league, and it's going to be everybody else kind of chasing third place, maybe every once in a while, Arsenal, Liverpool, Chelsea, or Man United, Tottenham, maybe, like, kind of push into that, maybe they have a chance, but like, it's going to be a two-team fucking league in 10 years. 15 years like it just you know because I got into like English Premier League a big part of it was the meritocracy of it all with relegation and promotion the whole meritocracy of it it was beautiful like you know fucking York City and like or I guess the great example right now is uh, you know Ryan Reynolds and uh, Mac from It's Always Sunny just bought Wrexham Football Club in Wales and they're like in the I think it's the Vanarama North I think that's we hit or the Vanarama South I can't remember the geography um, that's like the fifth tier of English football. But if they do their jobs right, get the right players in, the right manager, right facilities, all that stuff, they can end up building a team that goes to the Premier League. You can't do that in American sports. Me and my buddies can't get together on a Sunday, start playing, realize we're really good, start like, playing other teams, semi-professional, win that, go play professional teams, keep winning, and all of a sudden we're playing the Yankees 20 years down the line. Or playing the Reds, or the you know, you know what I mean? can't do that. It's not going to happen. It's never going to happen because it's a closed league system. It's fucking stupid. It, you know, it's basically un-American, really, when you think about it. You know, there's no merit in it. It's just, you know, you kind of close it off and you distribute the wealth amongst, you know, I guess actually it's pretty much American, you know, you distribute the wealth amongst the wealthy elite there. <laughs> Politics. Politics. I don't think that worked. <laughs> I don't think my Google thing worked. <laughs> I don't know. What the fuck am I talking about now? No, but the whole the meritocracy of it all, like, that was a thing. You know, when I came in, I didn't know Liverpool in a horrible time, but I watched them be bad for Liverpool for years, like, finishing seventh. I think one year finishing eighth. And then, like, the building, it was awesome. Like, 
but the money keeps coming in at such ridiculous amounts. I mean, fucking Chelsea to sign Wesley Fofana for fucking $85 million? The fuck is that? The kid's good. I mean, he's going to be a good player. $85 million now? Get the fuck out of here. Like, it's just become ridiculous. They spent 63 on Mark Cucciarella. And then they... I think he's also a good player. But take $40 million off that fucking price tag. Jesus. It's ridiculous. The money has gotten ridiculous in sports. Especially in, like, the footy, man. It's just gotten to the point of just... It's starting to lose all of its meaning. Like, you know what I mean? It's just... Uh, that's why I'm kind of really excited to get into, like, Preston or Portsmouth. Because, you know, I don't think Preston's ever going to go fight for fucking Europe. You know what I mean? They're going to go... You know, maybe they'll get to the Premier League one day. That'll be really fucking cool to be a part of that. Same thing with Portsmouth. They'll come all the way back. Same time, they're going to be mid to low level... Like... Premier League teams, because they'll never have the money to get in. And the problem is now with the money that the Premier League has, you just have yo-yo clubs. Like Norwich goes up and down, up and down. Fulham and Norwich just swap places every fucking year. They win the championship, they come up, they get relegated. They win the championship, they come up, they get relegated. It's no fucking fun. There's no variety. It's like, you know, it's working its way to a close thing. That's why I hated the Super League so much when they tried to fucking pull that shit off um, a few years ago. It was just... Ugh. Just money grubbers, like people making way more money than you can ever imagine, wanting to make more money. That's all it is. And it's just, I don't understand it. I mean, I like making money. I don't mind making money. Actually, I enjoy it usually if I do make money. If I don't, I don't know, as long as I got enough to get by, I really don't give a shit. You know, I can die fucking dirt poor, don't care. Maybe I would if I actually was dirt poor. Now, obviously, we don't want to be like, like, you have to live in squalor, like you live in, like, an apartment that's full of, like, bed bugs and, like, roaches that nothing, nobody ever, like, touches. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you just have to deal with it all the time. And, like, you know, you work a dead-end job, making, like, seven fifty or whatever the fucking bullshit-ass uh, minimum wage is now. I mean, I should know, but it's been the same for so goddamn long. Um, yeah, it's just, I don't know, man. Sports is supposed to be the escape from that shit. And, like, how much money flows into it, you can't escape it anymore. It just gets dirtier and dirtier. I don't know. I've gotten into a weird tangent here. Whatever. That's the end of... Sports Talk. I don't think it's working. Is it working? I don't think I've done it right. Oh, Sports Talk. <laughs> oh, I hate that thing so much now. Because I just want to play around with it all the time. Uh, no, I had a good therapy session today. Talked a lot about a lot of things. Back and forth talked about stressors, I talked about going for that drive, and um, talked more about the need of disappearing and all that stuff, or not disappearing, but the need of like running, that kind of enters my head every once in a while. Talked about two-year sobriety, which was, you know, once again, congratulations to me, and congratulations to anybody else facing things that are making progress every day. Good for you. I believe in you. Um, I don't know, man. It's just been, it's been a good time. Like I said, I, I did not get any fucking sleep last night. It's one of those where I think I went to sleep at like 9.30, I woke up at 2, and I was awake. It was one of those where I'm like, I'm awake. This is not like, oh, I just have to use the bathroom, or, oh, I just got to get, you know, got to roll to the other side of the bed, or just got to flip the pillow, or, you know, just get myself a little comfortable and go back to sleep. It's one of those, like, I'm up. I don't know. I had that a couple weeks ago, when I went and saw Jake. I don't think I talked, did I talk about this? I don't think I talked about this. Um, I have an incredible fear of having bed bugs or roaches. And, like, just a hyper-irrational fear. Like, once... It used to be once a year. Now it's 
it was probably two you two three years since I last had one. I had one a couple weeks ago, and I blame Jake because Jake gave me a fucking energy drink. Because you know, like I think there's a John Mulaney bit. You know, whenever you quit drinking and you go to friends who do drinks house, they completely forget what is not like anything that's not alcohol related. Like the second they start drinking, so I come and he's like, "Oh, I don't have anything for you, but I have this energy drink," and it's like. I don't drink energy drinks. I don't fucking like them that much. I don't enjoy them. They're just, I think they're mostly gross, and I don't fucking, I don't know. I don't drink coffee. I don't do any of that shit. Um, so he gives me one, and I drink it, and I get home at like probably 2 a.m., fall asleep. I wake up at 3.30, and I am wired, like fucking really wired. And all that's running through my head is that I have bed bugs and I have roaches in my house. Why? No idea. No idea why I'm thinking this. But I am 100% convinced they are there. And I am, like, flipping out. I am cleaning. I have to be at work in, like, seven hours. And I am up cleaning on an hour and a half of sleep. I finally get to sleep for, like, three more hours. Thank God. It's just, man, I don't know. I had this highly irrational fear. I remember one of the first times I ever had it. Um, I remember I had... How did I think I had? I think I was like I slept on my couch like once or twice or something like that, and I had like scratches all over my bicep. I'm like, what the fuck is that? And they're kind of in lines. I was like, oh shit! Like, and usually with bed bugs, they have like you know they bite you like in kind of like a succession type thing. Like you know you have like lines on your neck or you know where there's like in your like mostly like crevices and stuff like that, just because it's the easiest place to get blood. I think if I'm correct, it's like the easiest place for them to like get into your veins or get the blood that they want. Um, so I start, I have a meltdown, like a meltdown, and I'm like wiping things down with bleach, I'm having a complete freak out, I'm, you know, I'm rationally telling, you know, my rational side's jumping in and saying, nah, you don't, no you don't, you don't, like, this is the reason why, this is the reason, this is reason number two, this is reason number three, but like I said, I have a very highly irrational side of my brain that likes to take the rational side and say, you're a fucking dumbass, this is why you're wrong. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and it's telling me, no, 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 no. That's not the case at all. That's not the case. Nope. That's impossible. We definitely have bed bugs. Uh. And then I remembered me, Jake, and my good buddy Chris, the cat, Chris Cat, or whatever the fuck his name is. I don't know. I haven't come up with a good, good nickname for him. I got Karaoke Chris. I need to come up with a good one. Chris Cat, whatever the fuck. Um, met up one night in Portsmouth. It was like the first time three of us have been together probably since high school. Um, the three of us, like, you know, obviously I hang out with Jake all the time. Um, but, like, we're all hanging out, and we're walking the streets of Portsmouth, like, you know, good townies. And, uh, we decide, I decide to walk the top of the flood wall and climb down one of the ladders, like, really drunk. And then, um, at one point, I think, I started going down and I decided to get back up and walk back across the top of the flood wall. Then I start going down the hill, and I slip, and I roll down the hill. So the marks all over my arms were just grass scratches. And it took me two days to realize. I'm like, oh yeah, I got super drunk and rolled down a hill. That's why I have scratches all over me. (laughs) So yeah, so you know, like I said, but at the same time, I had another panic attack a couple years ago when I worked at Red Lobster. We'd keep, uh, as the bartenders, we had like the key to the drawer around our necks typically. And I started having like bumps on my neck. And I, like, it was like the first time I really started carrying it around my neck. And I'm freaking out thinking I've got bugs. And, like, that rational side of my brain is like, Brandon, you have that rope thing around your neck, and then, you know, the rope is rubbing your neck. And that's what that is. Nah. 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 
Even though I live with like two other, I live with two other roommates, and none of them had any fucking problems. I was dead set we had bed bugs. Whatever, man. I don't know. Don't know where that came from. And then, uh, but I've been watching. I haven't gotten further than the Lost Rewatch of Numbers or The Hunting of Hill House. I haven't watched the second episode of House and Dragon. Might do that after the crew game tonight. Um, I'll probably watch the next three episodes of Lost tomorrow, and then I'll report back to them on Sunday. Um, no, but then I've been watching uh, those. It was like from like 2017 to 2019 or something like that. BuzzFeed Unsolved. I've been watching those. Those were so much fun that I've been rewatching them. Um, Shane and Ryan just kind of talking, you know, Ryan being all in on like ghosts or, you know, paranormal explanations for very mundane things. And Shane just basically saying you're an idiot. <laughs> but then uh, they talk about, they talked about the Natalie Wood case, which is fairly fascinating. Um, if you've never looked into it, mostly because I, I always forget like Natalie Wood had like this highly irrational fear of water to begin with. And I guess she'd had dreams all her life about drowning. And like she'd almost drowned on a movie when she was a kid. Um, there's a, you know, an old, I think it's an urban legend, it has to be an urban legend, this can't be fucking true, that a soothsayer told her as a child that she was going to die in, die drowning. I'm like, why would a soothsayer say that to a kid? Like some madam at a fucking carnival is like, oh yeah, hey four year old, you're going to die, like, drowning. That's, you're going, yeah. That's, I don't know, that'd be a f- really fucked up, like, and then again it was like the 40s. So, you know, who knows what the carnivals like the back then. They actually had, like, you know, they took actual, like, uh, I don't know. I, I don't know if you've seen, oh, what was that movie? Oh, Guillermo del Toro did it last year with Bradley Cooper. Where basically uh, they give that guy little bits of, like, opiates and stuff like that and turn him into, like, a freak or whatever. I can't remember how the whole thing goes, but it was a pretty solid movie. Uh, yeah, but then the Natalie Wood thing. But Shane ta- starts talking about having highly this highly irrational fear of like somebody running up to him with a heroin needle and injecting him, and then he's hooked to heroin for the rest of his life. <laughs> and I started talking about I don't know because I don't know if I mentioned this the other night. Uh, we were talking about sobriety and stuff. Uh, Jr. was going to get me soda water and limes from the bar, and every time he brought me one, I'd have to sniff it just to make sure they didn't accidentally put like alcohol. <laughs> in the drink because I always I've had that kind of fear uh, that I would lose it over an accident like lose sobriety over an accident like you know um, you know I'm sitting there I just oh I, I need soda water lime the guy just mishears me and gives me vodka vodka soda and wine and like yeah so like when, every time J.R. brought me a drink I had to sniff it so I'm like yeah I totally get that weird irrational like irrational fear of something that's just really high not I guess mine's not as implausible as some random guy running up to you with a heroin needle to inject you, and now you're hooked to heroin for the rest of your life. <laughs> what a goofy thing. Uh, I've been watching that. I haven't watched any movies or anything the past couple of days. I've been working a lot again, man. Working all the time. Uh, I need to remember to put this back on the video. Up the reds, man. You'll never walk alone. Um, I don't think I have that much actually for you tonight. I didn't really plan much of anything, so I guess we'll jump into the Springsteen Song of the Week. I've talked about this uh, song before, but I was talking about it from a band that covered it. I was talking about when the band, man, the band, man, covered it. Atlantic City from Nebraska. Is that song number two? That is the Springsteen Song of the Week, but we're not playing the album version. We're going to play, which, uh, where is it? Come on, Brandon. It is live at the United Center in Chicago, Illinois. 
what a great song Atlantic City is, man. I think I said it at the time. It's one of those songs that somehow is still underrated, even though everybody fucking loves it. But this is Atlantic City. Live, United Center, Chicago, Illinois, 1999. Let's jump into it. I love the live version of... Yeah, but like I said, this has been Monster Eight the Pilot Wednesday. Thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for understanding. Uh, remember, I'm on Stitcher, Amazon, Radio, Public, Google, Apple, Spotify, and Anchor. Back this Sunday with a video, if I remember to do it. Um, if you have questions, send them in. I'm going to start answering those soon. Then, let's see. I'll have guests soon enough. I'm trying to get with Lauren to see if I can get his ass up here. Um, but, you know, he's living in 1947, so cell phones aren't really an option for him. <laughs> that son of a bitch. Um, yeah, if you also have any suggestions for what I'm doing, I'm thinking about maybe switching the five songs of the week to three songs of the week. I never really wanted the podcast to, like, consistently be an hour long. I always kind of wanted to sit between, like, 30 minutes to 50 minutes, you know, and every once in a while going over an hour if it just happened to have that much lined up in the show. But ever now that I have, like, the music stuff for the podcast like I'm consistently going over an hour and I don't know I don't want to take up that much of your day I guess and so you know I might look to cut those into three songs but or maybe having five songs every once in a while I don't know who fucking knows I'm just like rambling now once again it's the end of the show so I just have to random randomly ramble um I can't remember if there's anything else to say. Like I said, if you like what you've heard, spread the good word. Let everybody know who you think would be interested in the podcast. We'll continue to chug along at our very, very breakneck speed. Um, other than that, have a great rest of your week. I'll be back Sunday with... We'll still have five songs this Sunday. And then I'll probably have some more Lost updates. Maybe some. Uh, maybe I'll have something to say about the House of the Dragon episode. Maybe we'll have some other cool shit to talk about. You never know. It's Labor Day, I believe. Labor Day, man. Labor Day. The one day of the year when, uh, you know, that we took back from fucking capitalism, bros. Yeah, Marx. <laughs> I must play the Mercedes Marxist by uh, Idols as the opening song. That was almost the opening song this week. But then, like I said, Liverpool got the late winner, and I jumped right into record mode. So I'm like, nah, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be Jerry and the Pacemakers. It might be Jerry and the Pacemakers every time Liverpool wins. So, who knows? I don't know, man. I don't know anything. Once again, thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for understanding. I will be back Sunday. And like I said, if you like what you heard, spread the good word. I've said that, I think, three times now. And um, peace out, man. Peace out, man. I don't know. I'm still trying to figure out what vocals do what. It has a list here, but I have to read it. Once again, it's the end of the show, so I, I don't know what to fucking do. <laughs> See you guys later.